The following is a paid program and does not necessarily represent the views of iHeartMedia. Securities and advisory services offered through Investicorp, member FINRA, SIPC. Information provided during the J. Arnold Wealth Management Company show is intended for informational purposes only and should not be considered advice. Please consult with your own investment advisor or tax advisor before making any investment decisions. This is the J. Arnold Wealth Management Show. Well, is that what this is? Uh, News Radio 570 WKBN and John Arnold uh, is uh, here. And uh, no suits, no tie, uh, none of that stuff uh, happening here tonight, John Arnold. I'm sh- I'm shocked. <laughs> Don't be. I, I had to take a vacation day today. You did, I, huh? My oldest daughter's in from Arizona and uh, spent some time with her. And How did it go? The market thing. Still, it's it's a really really good visit. And, uh, so far, so markets. Good. You know, great day today. So, so you didn't have to worry about anything. Well, I kept I check in on like the every ten minute hour. <laughs> I, you know, I can't help myself. So I'm you're like saying you're, you're saying that if we get ten minutes of your undivided attention, that's about it, right? Boy, my, I bet you my wife's listening right now. She's probably laughing, saying, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, she's always on me. Well, your wife always said you're good for about ten minutes. Oh, yeah. So, you know, and yeah. I, I, now I know what she means, Absolutely. right? All right. So all, all is well with the market today, then? No major uh, downturns or upturns or anything? No, it's, an, it's actually a, a, a great uh, a great recovery day on the Dow Jones, up 248. And uh, the NASDAQ, I say, is up uh, 67. That's the one I love, mm-hmm. the NASDAQ. And, why, uh, why do you like the NASDAQ? It's the most broad index. I mean, between the Dow Jones and the S and P, where the Dow only has a top thirty, S P five has top five hundred, and you got, you know, the, the Nasdaq, which encompasses just about every uh, sector um, from OTC all the way to S P five hundred. So is that the one you look at the most? Yeah, to, because to it's going to give read. you a great breadth of uh, B R E A D T H of uh, an overall summary of how you you know the economy slash the market's going, and uh, so people oftentimes use that Dow component. And I think that's honestly, I can't believe the Dow Jones is, is even a component anymore. It's so outdated. Well, that, uh, well, as I'm looking here, was that up what 320 points? You said. Uh, it, oh wow, it came up even farther. Excuse me, 320 at the close. Wow. I mean, that's excellent. a huge day, isn't it? Oh, it was an excellent day, and it was a great day for me because that means everybody I put, I put their money to work last week. Uh, you know, they, they invested money with us. You know, they, they, John's coming out of the gate real hard. So. Right. And and uh, the S&P was up 24 and mm-hmm. NASDAQ 67. And it, it, do you, now here's the key. I realize you had a somewhat relaxing day. Why? That's the, when, when I see a gain like 320 points, John, is there any reason why something goes yeah. up that much? It was, it was oversold for the past three weeks due to the tariff thing mm-hmm. which you're going to find with the tariff thing it's it's more of a shock than than an awe but it, it, you would often say that sometimes some of this stuff that uh, affects the market one day then it calms down and realizes yeah the, the, it basically the news the, the the stock market goes up on greed and fear so the news instigates a lot of so do i incidentally absolutely <laughs> absolutely i'm affected by greed and fear yes too. you are Why aren't we all <laughs> yes um but that stock market is is absolutely affected by greed and fear, and uh, from an objective analysis, you know sometimes the fear doesn't correlate to what's really objective, and vice versa. So, 
you know, the, and the big money, like I talk about all the time, the big money's are, you know, that's already in their minds. That's already been there, done that weeks before the common guy, me and you, hear about it. So, yeah, it's manipulation of the market. There's nothing you can do. As a matter of fact, it's, it's going to be the opposite. The more and more technology that comes into the market and the, the less human error, and the less human trade, the more the market's going to be manipulated. Mm -hmm. um, and there's nothing you can do about it. Right. So, you, you, well, you were the one who taught me big money controls all of this. Everything. Everything. And and you kind of keep an eye on that too, right? That's what I do watch. It's called technical analysis. Technical analysis will identify the sectors, the leading sectors, and the volume of the sectors, in particularly equity components that I watch. You know, I watch individual equities, which I love. Um, that's my favorite thing to do. And then you know, do you get a lot of investors. Just as a side note, that uh, of and I mean, obviously, you got a ton of them. Do you get a lot of people that that come in and sit down and talk to you about buying an individual stock? Are you I mean, are you, I, I know yeah. you. I know you personally play around with individual stocks, and you could make money, you could lose money. I mean, that's kind of your forte, and I love it. Incidentally, when he, well, I kind of like when you make a bunch of money, and I kind of like it when you lose some too. Uh, I, it's like it's like gambling to me. You know what I mean, right? Oh, I I hate when people say that. I'll tell you the but truth because is. the market but, is not a gamble. Oh, okay. In your it's an educated it, guess. In, in your it, case, it's a it, it's it's what you do, right. and you do the research and all right. that kind of stuff on it. I, I agree with that. But do you get a lot of your investors that call you up and say, I want to buy this individual stock? I think. Not a lot, but let me give you an example. So we have a really, really, I can't mention his name on the air. His name is Jim. I mean, we have a really highly intelligent guy, uh, holds a high position in the area here. I obviously can't mention more than that. But he gave me two home run stocks, SRPT and RUN. Oh, you mean R-O-N. R no, yeah, yeah, R-O-N too. I'm long on that. My, my call's on Ron Verb. Now, now I, what, what do those stocks do? What, what what do they make or what do they do? Uh, the, geez, Ron, I can't even remember what it does, but I just know the chart looks so beautiful <laughs> that, that I was like, man, we have to buy this thing right now. Matter of fact, I was trying to hold off for the past couple of days. I was trying to get a decline, you know, buy it on the low. Yeah. Son of a gun, that, that, that motivation or that, that momentum is just carrying that thing. It's a runaway freight train. Mm -hmm. And the other one is a is a is a is a um, it's a gene therapy stock for muscular dystrophy, and it just keeps getting better and better. And he introduced me to them, and and then so and then, then, a, when somebody does that, when a client does that, what do you do then? To start looking at it. I research the, the the crap out of it, and then you start and watching. I, it. And I look at the no, I, I watch it, and then I chart it. If the charts line up, if the tactical lines up, like tactical meaning, like right now, biotech biotech is a favorite sector. Mm -hmm. So anything in biotech is going to perform better than it should just because the sector overall is better than it should be. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I look at the tactical analysis, the fundamental, does it have lawsuits? Is it in phase two, phase three trial? Um, does it have major competitors? You know, what's, what, what's the volume on this thing? And then my favorite is the technical analysis. Technical analysis is a chart that I follow that, that, you know, it's between the relative strength, uh, certain patterns in the market and it's measuring the volume of buyers or sellers. And I come in with an informed, educated guess on it and say, buy or sell. And this is two great buys. And it just goes to show you that I team up with my clients. It's not a dictatorship. And did you get in? I did. I did. So, uh, but this but, is part of the story I love. <laughs> this is what I love. But you were watching it. You were hoping it would tick down before you got in. And you got in anyway, right? I had to because I wanted to get in for the past two days. And it kept. And it, and it, and well, the first day it came in, it, I was going to get in with minus 40 cents which is pretty big on that particular stock. And I was just about to buy, and the son of a gun within seconds is up 55 cents. I was like, oh, man. So I waited to the next day, you know, let's, let's, it's definitely going to pull back now. 
And no, went on another fifty five cents. I was like, we got to get it. Just so it. everyone knows, you know, that's not a recommendation by you. You could no, win, you, you no. could win, you could lose, especially uh, those. You could lose all your money in those. Right. I mean, so, I, I mean, uh, the, uh, I love. Uh, I, I got to tell you, I love hearing individual stock stories. I, I always have because you know I will always hear people that uh, that will make a make a pretty good gain on one of them, particularly the less expensive stocks. You know, and and I always. The love individual stocks when so many people when General Motors went bankrupt and they lost it all in that GM stock. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like I have that, that's a lot diversity. of war stories. I have a little war story, especially earlier in my career. You know, when you're you're full of piss and vinegar as a broker, especially if you're, I was a moderately successful young broker. Mm-hmm. When I went to Stephen Nicholas, uh, I, I gained I caught fire real quick. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys in the industry, honestly, young they they burn out or they just. You know, they're back, back to whatever they were doing before. It's a tough industry. And I, for whatever reason, I, it just meshed with me by the time. So I was like, by the time I got the Steve all I, like, I would say it does because you're kind of hyper. No. No, yes, you are. You love watching this stuff. You live for this stuff. Well, there's a couple reasons. So what, So four years in is when I started really to get my, you know, my legs under me. And two things happened. One, uh, like you talked about my passion. Well, not hyper, just passionate. Like, yeah. I talked about this last week. Um, with you is, uh, I think it was last week or a couple weeks ago, um, uh, cause you were on vacation last week. So I'm very passionate. I don't know any better. I don't know how to just do something moderate. You get what I'm saying? Oh, like whether yeah. it was football or basketball. Do I get what you're saying? Or I get to observe it first. When I was serving tables, tables at Olive Garden or whatever I did, I wanted to be the absolute best at it. Cause when I looked in the mirror, I wanted to be able to be like, I'm proud of myself because my parents installed that in me. So my work ethic back then was tremendous. I would come in on the um, was coming on the um, holidays, weekends. To me, it was it was really do or die. And if I knew if I did not work my competition, that the guy with you know silver hair and a lot more money than me were going to win the account. So all I had was my brains and my, my work ethic. So mm-hmm. that's what I did. So I uh, uh, you know I, I gave them those older guys a good old fashioned ass kicking, and I got a lot of clients and. I'm in the math business. I tell people all the time, you can like me or dislike me. It's the end of the day. What's your guy's statement? What's my statement say? My statement is kicking your guy's butt. You know, you know the rest of the story. You know where to go. Right. And your clients like your straightforward approach. Would you not agree to say, so hey. Most of them. Most of them. I think some of them, uh, come, a couple of people come to mind as wish they would tame it down a little bit, but. You, you, listen, I'm 42, I'm going to be 43. But you're, you're the guy that puts the, your, your own hurdle in front of you. Hey, I should do better than the S&P 500, otherwise buy the index. That, That's your quote. Audience. Yeah, but my, where I was going with it is is my personality is what it is. I, I've tried to change it, be more diplomatic. I've read Dale Carnegie books and Stephen Covey books, and I, I'm a walking, talking leadership book. Zig Ziglar, but, see at the yeah, top. Yeah, <laughs> well, at the end of the day, I'm just not Mr. Diplomatic, and I'm in the math business. Like, if you're... If you're looking for hand-holding and a friend and, you know, someone to cry on, go to church or go to the country club. For me, if you want results, I'm your guy. And uh-huh. if you don't want the truth, you don't, don't, don't hire me. So uh, and I watch Nick Saban talk on ESPN and at his conferences or even uh, Urban Meyer, Nick Saban's, or Bill Parcells. I feel like I'm watching, like, my personality. Uh-huh. Again, I mean, just straightforward, you know, don't bother me with your nonsense questions. That, that's me. I just want to make people money to tell you the truth. If friendships form out of it, and which a bunch do, I love it. I would but, say you're obsessed with it. Would you agree I, with that? I, I'm obsessed with the passion of being the best. Right. I am. And I'm obsessed with, you know what I'm really obsessed with? Making people who are moderately successful, people like my mom and dad who work their tails off, 
the year they're at. I love to see them at like hit, like I'm reaching a lot of my clients that started with me 19 years ago. They're reaching that peak of their, their retirement. They're like, they're here. And I was part of it. And I was like, you know, holy crap. Like I'm part of this. We're doing this. Are they surprised a lot of them on how much? Uh... Yes. They're, and you know what? They're overly thankful. And I tell them this all the time. And I think they, they think that I'm being modest, but I'm not. I tell, I tell them all the time, this is 85% you and 15% me. You listen to me. You put money away. You, you know, you, you, you trusted you. you know, yeah. They trusted me and they trusted my guidance because you got to remember we had two severe bear markets in my, my journey. So in their journey, we had 2002, 2008, where they could have dumped me cold and said, oh, hell, you know, forget the stock market. But they believed in me, and they were pissed. They were out of their mind pissed. But I told them, hey, this is the way the cookie crumbles. Whether you go here or Edward Jones or Merrill or, 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 or any of the other people. You mean the market went down for all those guys? Yeah, we're all in this together. But here's what I'm doing differently. And here's what I'm going to do differently in the future so this doesn't happen again. We're going to, you know, we're going to put in stop losses. We're going to have certain gauges and effects. So, you know. Live and learn. Best, or my best teaching has been for my failures. And uh, so that's where people who are coming on with board with me now, they're catching me in the prime of my career. They're just getting lucky. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm killing it right now as far as performance-wise. Uh, my fears are lower than ever. Like, I am at the ultimate pinnacle of my career right now. People coming on board with me are just, honestly, they're getting way better than the average return. So. Mm-hmm. For the for for less risk and less now fees. when you now why do you think you're killing it so good is it is it the research I, I mean without giving the specifics no I give it specifics because it's again I let's go to the truth it's about seventy percent stock market slash Donald Trump and slash economy all right there's a lot of small business owners that are hiring and buildings going on and. You know what? Those things are great for the bottom line mm-hmm. and uh, you know but you got to be in the right you, sectors John right hear me out so. You know, whether you like it or not, Donald Trump's death and his administration is influencing that. Uh, so you can like or hate the guy. At the end of the day, paychecks are going up, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that. for the first time in thirty years. And unemployment's going down, and that's what I'm about. So you got you got that, and then my research, and then just like, if you look at like a surgeon when they start, and they're good, and when they they come out of the residency, but at the end of the day, they're still an amateur surgeon, just like I was an amateur advisor back then. It's just, you know, it's like if you talk to Dave Beatrice early in his career right out of law school, he's probably not 20% the attorney is now. So mm-hmm. my point is, is I'm just hitting that stride in my career to where everything's working out better. I'm more patient. Um, I, you know, I got a little bit of gray hair behind me now. And, and, and like I said, I would say I would attribute it 60, 70%. The stock market and thirty percent, maybe, of my research and, and my power. Right, but the my research power, is my, extensive. Uh, would you? My my, yeah, the research is definitely. If you if you the the pinpoint it encompasses you. Yeah, almost. so the pinpoint with accuracy, the research is, in my opinion, way more than what you're going to get on the average street. All right, so. But I think you love that stuff. I don't. I you used don't? to. I used to. Last time I was working at Stiefel, like I, I hated days off. I hated weekends. I hated holidays. To me, it was like somebody was stealing from me. It was like, oh my God, it's like, God, I wish a stock market no, was No, no, John. No, <laughs> wait a minute. No. Before, before, I don't feel before that you way go, now. oh yeah? Well, no, uh, well uh, really, I'd, I'd have to interview your wife on that because you can't go uh, when you're off uh, an hour without checking the markets. And uh, I, I don't buy that for a second. You are still obsessed with this stuff, would you not? As is, is, um, is, is much as I do now, and as much as research isn't it, let me put it this way: 2006 John Arnold would kill 2018 John Arnold in a, in a, in a, in a, <laughs> really? in a, in a work fight. Yeah, like 
2006. Because 2018, John what? Arnold's going strong, man, with research. I am, but what's happening <laughs> but you is you didn't sleep at all in right. 06. So you talk, you look at NFL football players, like uh, Ed Reed's an example. Mm-hmm. You know, his last four years in the league at the with playing with Baltimore, he probably wasn't as good uh, physical ability as his counterparts, say maybe for the Steelers. Okay, but he was still a starter and he was still doing his job. But he relied more on his his brain and his experience than he did in his raw talent. So that's where I guess where the best comparison is, is that my experience and my, my I would just say my, my strength and wisdom uh, have caught up to, to the passion of what I do. So I, don't, I work smart now, not hard. I just worked extremely hard before, but now I got the combination going for me. Right, but it's all based on research. Still, it is technical analysis. You can it, call it, it what you want, but so, that's what it's based on. I talk about this many times before, but if some, if sometimes we're wrong. It's rare to tell you the truth. Rare, you know. Currently, it's been rare. Before, it's we've been just like the average brokers. We've been wrong before. Uh, we'll be wrong again. But when I was wrong, I had an objective reasoning behind it. It wasn't oh, just the market fell apart. It was this, 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 and this, and this is how I came to the re- the conclusion that we should buy or sell this. And the clients always said, well, I would have made the same exact decision based on the objective research. They allowed me off the hook, and now we have a plan. Let's have a plan to get the money back and make some more, and we're going to do it for free, by the way. You're not going to get charged to do it. So at the end of the day, the, the clients know what they're getting into with me, and, and the people who don't know don't become my clients. That's something that I'm very, very astute at now that I used to not be when I was green in the industry is I used to, obviously I just begged for a client before. Just what, whoever came through the door and never wanted to give me a check – just let me do my thing. Hey, well, come on in, man. Come on in. Come see Daddy. And uh, now, it's you know we go through a thorough interview process. I ask them certain questions. They don't know that I'm psychologically asking to find out if we're going to be a good fit. I'm even teaching them to ask me questions that I think that they should be asking me. And every once in a while, I just say, just unfortunately, I don't think we're the right fit for you. And I recommend a couple of their financial advisors that I think might be. Tell me uh, on somebody who isn't the right fit, the, what generalities would not um, make them the right fit? Liquid money, uh, their, their rate of return versus the, what's called their risk tolerance. If they come to me and say, this happens all the time to me. I, wanna take a, I don't want to take any risk. Oh, really? I said, well, you know what I do for a living, right? Yeah, you, you invest in the stock market. Okay. Um, and this other guy down the street, blah, 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 blah. He's the world's biggest, you know what, you know, he lost me all this money. So, well, what did you, what, what, what kind of rate of returns were you expecting? When you, and what, what did you tell him to invest in? Well, I told him, you know, we, we don't, we wanted to become somewhat conservative. And then I'm looking at his statement. He's got capital income builder, balanced fund of America. He's looking at growth fund of America, investors, investor capital, blah, 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 blah. Hartford cap appreciation fund. I said, you have a portfolio made up of, Everything that's not conservative, and you held this with him for 10 years, I'm assuming you were happy with this guy when the things were good, but now you're pissed off when things are bad, and all of a sudden you're a conservative investor. I said, that, you know, that, that soup doesn't mix. Mm-hmm. I was like, so, you know, I kind of have to come to Jesus talk with him. I said, if you come here, the only way for me to make you a better return in the CD is to take some kind of risk. That doesn't mean you have to, you know, we don't have to go into penny stocks or mid cap or small cap or, or emerging markets. I said, we can build your portfolio, but maybe our goal is to make four or 5%. Um, and just knowing what you're going to get into, you're going to have a, you know, you're going to have a, a slight amount of risk in there. And when we have a bear market, you're probably going to lose a little bit. Maybe not like the other stuff, but you're going to lose. And if they come back and say, oh, you know what, I get, you know, I trust you and that's, 
That's exactly what I'm looking for. Well, they got two options. Sign an investment summary statement saying that's what we're going to do or don't and don't become our client. That's it. Because I've, I blame me, I've seen the worst in people when they lose money. They have the shortest memories in the world. We document everything now. As a matter of fact, we have a three-document system. We electronically do- document stuff. I have the girl send me, send me an email and stuff, and then we put it into our CR- CRM system. So it's there's a triple documentation. If you call and say, in our firm, you're a client that I burped, or uh, I have a red shirt on today, that's going, into the, that's going into the documented. There's a chronological order of every conversation of everything that's said in between our meetings with our clients because I've seen the worst in everybody. Really? Yeah. And that's the only thing that saves me in arbitration. That's the only, that's the only defense because in our, in our, in our field, unless I go strictly fiduciary SEC, you don't get a judge of jury or, or a jury by your peers. You don't get a due process. You're just guilty. And if you're not guilty, it still goes on your public record. The only thing you have in defense as an investment advisor, excuse me, a financial advisor is basically a good attorney arbitration and detailed notes. So we do that. I got a lot to protect and uh, I've learned that the hard way on top, unfortunately, which we could take two shows and talk about, but that's that. But I I do want to go to another um, topic. If we, because we're going to run out of time is we're going to be doing, um, I'm working with Bob Hotchkiss right now and getting the dates and the scripts ready for me, you and Dan. And uh, we're going to be offering free education workshops to the general motors second shift and maybe a third shift potentially uh, people are getting laid off and losing their jobs. We're going to be teaching them about fiduciary, the pitfalls of an annuity, some good stuff about an annuity, uh, going with an unbiased investor, uh, you know, unbiased meaning that completely independent and what that means to them and why, and then some of their healthcare options and then maybe some long-term care options on, on how we can do that affordably. Basically, we're going to give them an A to Z front-to-back comprehensive education when they come in, have some beer and some wine and some hors d'oeuvres on us and some desserts, learn about it. It's going to be a longer-than-usual seminar because we have a lot to cover. But we're doing four of them at the end of July and and August. We're going to be advertised on this station, the dates and the times and the places. Uh, We're limiting it to 30 seats because our seminars fill up fast. Um, uh, Some people want the free food. Some people want to test their advisor. And some people want your education, but they fill up fast. So we'll be advertising that and stay tuned for that. Dates to come, as you say. Dates to come, because we got to work out this. Do you think by the end of July, though? Oh, I know so. So what's happening is I'm calling the restaurants to see if they can fit 30, 30 people. And this is to help out the folks that are... Uh, uh, yeah. Well, it's all retirees, but we're concentrating on the GM guys, mm-hmm. men and women. Because the men and women are getting beat up right now from losing their job and... We want to give them options. Our obviously our goal and is your dad, the love and of my your dad. dad, yeah, my uncle, my dad. I have a ton of GM employees as clients, including my family, and uh, my uh, basically, um, I'm I'm trying to obviously to convince them to become my client versus, you know, X Y Z firm down the street. But I want to do it educational wise to where they feel comfortable. John Arnold's here, Truth and in Investing Show, News Radio five seventy WKBN. We'll be back.